On this episode of Mother Nature CSI, we take a look at a group of citizens who use their hobby to communicate during an emergency at a time when relaying vital information is crucial. They're amateur radio operators, also known as hams. And when the power grid is down due to a power outage, earthquake, wildfire, or other disaster, hams provide a lifeline between communities who may need help and public safety officials. Why amateur radio? Well, hams can be mobile, radios can be battery operated, allowing them to broadcast even when other modes of communication are down. Whiskey 6, Mike Bravo, Mike, Carlsbad. Okay, Whiskey 6, Mike Bravo, Mike. Um, good to hear you. Okay, let's move into Poway. My name is Brian Tagg. Um, I'm an amateur radio operator. My call sign is AG6CF, or in phonetics, Alpha Golf 6 Charlie Foxtrot. The equipment can be anything from uh, a walkie-talkie, um, HT or handheld transceiver. There are, you know, mobile radios that that uh, are made for for use in a car. Uh, base stations are not as big as the old radios anymore, but they can can be pretty sizable. Antennas to fit the space and and frequencies being used. Brian's had his amateur radio license for about nine years. Doing good. Got Kilo 6, Alpha, November, Alpha. And ham is, it's an old um, kind of slangy term. As far as I have been able to determine, the origin is from the old, old telegraph operators before radio and uh, a... Uh, less qualified uh, <laughs> telegraph operator was said to be ham-fisted. And remember, when there's a big enough emergency, even if the power isn't out, communication can be jammed, everyone trying to use their cell phone at the same time. So you may not be able to use your cell phone to call for assistance. In 2011, many of us in Southern California saw just how vulnerable we are when the power grid went down. From Orange and Riverside counties, south to San Diego, right to the Mexico border, and east into Arizona. Brian says during the outage, it was another ham who reached out for help. One of our hams, it's it's somebody that I know, and he's disabled. Um, and at the time, he was on oxygen full-time. And the oxygen gener generator concentrator doesn't work well without power. <laughs> And so he, he was back onto um, oxygen bottles. And so he just got on the air, he's a ham, and said, hey, I, you know, my concentrator's not working. I've got this many bottles. That's good for about 18 hours. Anybody know how long this thing's gonna be going on? <laughs> you know, he got immediate responses of, no, we don't know how long it's going on, but, you know, if this is still going in the morning and you're getting low, just get on the repeater and somebody here will come get you and take you someplace. 
The group Brian belongs to is the Poway Auxiliary Team. Now, they work right alongside the city's public safety responders. He says it's all about coordination and practice before they're needed. Let's see, I think we're looking at a drill in September and October. We'll have the, um, the net for the shakeout. It's been developing to where, you know, now we have people at the city that we're, we're talking to, we're organizing, we're doing drills with the city and planning and training so that if there is an emergency here, if the city has to activate the uh, Emergency Operations Center, EOC, um, they can call us and some of us will come down and set up radios right next door and we can pull in you know, what we've been working on as a primary role is simply getting situational awareness from from the community. So damage reports, if somebody needs something, you know, somebody's injured, we, we may be an alternate channel to get that information to somebody who can help. And it's, uh, it's exciting to be involved with. We aren't emergency responders. It, it's radio. We're all about communications, moving information, but information is critical for responding to an, an incident. And, you know, we are backup communications to the degree we can, we can uh, provide it. Uh, but also, we're an additional channel that can be used for lower priority traffic when the official channels all get overloaded by emergency response and potentially a, a way to get information kind of out into the community. The group holds weekly nets, that's when they communicate with other hams in the area, to test equipment and pass along okay, updates. Got Kilo Kilo 6 Foxtrot Romeo Kilo and Kilo Kilo 6 Oscar Uniform Romeo. Uh, we're actually looking for out of Poway or... Uh, Amateur radio operators assisted after the 9-11 attacks. Hurricane Katrina, as well as earthquakes, hurricanes, and wildfires. And their response is not always local. Here's a recording of one ham in Florida who picked up a signal off the coast of Mexico from boaters who were concerned that they were being followed by another boat. Uh, Wendy, is the other vessel closing on you at this point? Is the other vessel closing on you? Over. You know, many of the large sailboats have both the marine radio and the the amateur. The amateur is a unofficial talk to your friends network. Um, you know, it's an extra lifeline. And so they were on the amateur radio and uh, a ham in Florida picked up the call and he and I think there was another in Texas you know there were a few of them that uh, one kind of took the lead. Okay, uh, my suggestion is that you do try an evasive maneuver. Uh, what I'd like to see is whether the vessel tracks you or not. It's conceivable since he is not closing on you, he's either monitoring communication and is now uh, intimidated or if perhaps his intentions were innocent in the first place. Over to you. And and they talked to them and contacted the Coast Guard and relayed relayed information and advice. Uh, has he changed course or have you? Over. Very 
well. That should be a great relief to you, I would think, Wendy. What do you say? Over? It turned out not to be anything super threatening, but they had that lifeline, and, and it was just hams who were on the air and heard them call and, and responded to it. Uh, there's a lot of that that goes on that you don't hear much about. It, it doesn't make the news like some of the other organized things, but you'll find them here and there. But amateur radio is more than just emergency response. That's just a small part of what hams do. Right after Brian got his amateur radio license, he signed up to help with a marathon. It's a big safety thing. And and one of the later runs that I worked on, we had the weather went south and they shut the run down and had to get people off the course. And at that point, everybody being on together and being able to communicate and and help each other uh, was really important. So who is your average ham radio operator? There are, you know, kids getting licenses. Yeah. There, are, there are actually, you know, a lot of, a lot of ladies involved. So there's still a hint there. Uh, okay, any, anybody else to check in? KK6 LBD with a check-in. Oh, you know, it, it's, it's not a men's club. So I just got a relay from Kilo Mike 6, uh, Papa Mike Alpha, and um, Kilo Mike 6, Papa Mike Bravo. They're in Carlsbad tonight and have asked me to check in for them. You know, she's got the amateur radio license. She, you know, participates in that group. She's with the CERT, she's a Red Cross volunteer, she was, you know, a, a lot of this is fairly recent. So she's a grandmother, she was in Hawaii for the volcano thing, not as a, not as a radio operator, but just as a Red Cross volunteer, shelter relief. Brian says locally, a nine-year-old just passed the amateur radio test. And did you know some famous or well-known people had amateur radio licenses? Walter Cronkite? Marlon Brando, Joe Walsh of the Eagles, they were all hams. And Priscilla Presley, well, she once had an amateur radio license. As a hobby, many hams enjoy seeing how many signals they can pick up outside of their area, around the country, and sometimes out of this world. Anyone can get an amateur radio license. You just have to pass a test. And if getting involved in volunteering and emergency communication interests you, Brian says the key is to join an organization. Joining an organization is huge. If you want to help, you need to join an organization. Something established, recognized. If something happens and you show up at City Hall with your radio and a dead battery and say, I want to help, they don't have time to train you. So, you know, if you know, if you want to do communications at the hospitals, you can join Aries, you do the training, you get background check, you know, get get the badge that says you belong there, and then when they call you, yeah. <laughs> you come down and help.
I'd like to thank Bryant Tag and his group in Poway for all their help, information, and for what they do for us during emergencies. They also provide assistance at annual air shows, parades, marathons, and other events. I'll post more information on amateur radio, links to how you can join and organizations on our website. We'd love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. We have some great episodes coming up with those on the front lines of disaster. Also, check out our Facebook page at Mother Nature CSI. I'm Patty Lane. Until next time, be prepared and stay safe.